Oh man, this is so fucking weird right now. <laughs> what to be uh <clears throat> to be on here again? Yes. <laughs> I concur. I concur. Yeah, it feels it feels so weird. Um <laughs> um, let's see if I saw remember how to do a podcast. <clears throat> okay, uh I wanna say uh welcome everyone to uh episode twenty six of uh This Will Be Terrible. I'm Staley. And I'm Bryce. <laughs> and uh I'd say thanks for listening to the last episode, but that was last month. <laughs> <laughs> like exactly? It was like October twenty fifth. Okay. So nearly, say, nearly a month ago. I was gonna say it feels longer than that, to be honest, for some reason. Right. Well, that was the one I did solo. Right. Oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like, listen. Okay. Right now, I feel like absolute shit. Pretty sure that um, I was I was negative earlier, but I'm pretty sure I'm gonna. Ha- I I got the COVID shit going on. I can like feel it. Uh. Anyway. There's a there's a lot to go over, and I I I feel like I have a lot to explain. Um, so I've saved a few topics for this, but I feel like a lot of it will pertain to a lot of explanations, kind of for them, you know. Right. Because uh, you and I've already spoke; you already know what's been going on. But and I'm not going to get the full detail, <laughs> but um, basically, guys, um, you know, after that last episode. I know at the um, tail end of it, I was just sitting there speaking on, you know, coming back and, you know, being better um, with our uh, uh, upload schedule and things of that nature. Um, and then, you know, for me, honestly, I um, I got into, like, the worst um, mental place I've been in in a while. Um, I started feeling really uh, terrible. I had no aspirations to do anything. Um, just really, just really down in the, um, in the dumps. I couldn't, I didn't want to record. I, um, I was like most of the time just sitting in my bed. (laughs) Didn't want to do anything. Um, and then, you know, I, uh, I, uh, started seeing a therapist again, which has, um, you know, helped me tremendously. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, after our conversation previously, I, uh, decided it was the best route to go down. I can Uh, respect that. Yeah. Cause I, cause like, like I said, dude, I I was able to see the writing on the wall. I was like, okay, you gotta, you gotta talk to somebody. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. So kudos. Yeah, so, you know, that's been going on. I'm working on getting this um, better insurance so I can go see a uh, doctor because I've been having some, like, health issues as well for months. Well, actually, like a year now, especially in my head. My, um, I think we talked about this before, but my uh, right. my memory is just going. Um, let's see what else. Um, yeah, like I said, all that's been going on. And, like, when you have all that going on in your life, like, you know, I understand. I don't, you know, view this as a job. I view this as a good time. Bullshit with Bryce. Get our opinions on topics out and stuff like that. And that's all cool. But when you're when you're dealing with a lot of things um, internally, um, it's 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 impossible to come on here and try to fake it. I, I did it for a little while, um, but it got to a certain point. Point for me where it was when I, when I realized it was getting hard for me to even fake it then I'm like okay I just need to like let it go and it sounded like you needed a little bit of a you know time for yourself as well yeah and kids and things of that nature so yeah. I, I think I think it would be safe to say that me along with like most of everybody, if not everybody on this podcast, would say it's okay to have that that period, you know? Oh, yeah. Whatnot, figuring out shit, so. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, you know, 
when I dropped when I dropped that therapy session um, podcast nearly a month ago, I um, just remember, you know, I post that, you know, our shortest, literally our shortest podcast ever. It was like 20 minutes. Um, but, you know, it was so crazy to me that like our shortest episode ended up getting the most views ever um, for us, well, the most listens. Um, and people seemed really interested and like, that's why I, uh, you know, come on here and at least apologize for the, um, hiatus because, you know, I understand I was going through things, but, you know, at the same time, I feel as if could have just, you know, posted that this, you know, things are going on. That's why we're currently not recording, um, and stuff like that. But instead, I kind of just let go on and go on. Even before the therapy session thing, I just let it go on and go on. And, um, uh, you know, left like no explanation besides that one episode where it was like, it was a little tongue in cheek. Um, but at the same time, I'm, I'm in a somewhat, you know, better place now. I'm not a hundred percent. I'm still dealing with certain things, but I feel like I'm, and overall, I'm in a better spot. Um, and you know, <laughs> it's so crazy to me, man. <clears throat> I get notifications when our uh, page is being viewed and stuff like that. Yeah, I do too. Like on Facebook and shit. Yeah, yeah. Did have you seen the past couple weeks? We're getting like. 10 to 20 new viewers on our page every week now yeah i've seen that like i i don't know i haven't really paid too much attention to like the specific numbers but i have seen it like get up there because for a while it seemed like it was like yeah you know like maybe you know four to five like a week or whatever mm-hmm. and now it's like it just like spiked yeah <clears throat> and that's like another thing i started feeling even worse about especially like last night when i was like going through and seeing all the new viewers we were getting on the page and like i could see why those viewers weren't liking the page because you know it hasn't been haven't been active on there um but it just goes to show like okay there's still a huge interest um and us and like people are telling their other friends about it people are viewing it and it's like it was like for me like, especially last night, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, we're letting something that people are genuinely interested in die um, for no reason other than um, I'm going through things and don't feel like um, talking about it, you know? Um, so, I want to, you know, just say thank you to, who, uh, you know, everyone who has been you know viewing the page um sending messages in um on our podcast page asking you know where where we've been and stuff like that i um i rarely really answer the messages on the page um i want to you know thank you know all you guys it's it's hard to like even with like the size of our podcast stuff like it's still hard to answer everyone um but i hope the first few minutes of this can kind of like help you understand what's been going on um you know but besides just the mental stuff too um you know i'm i think i was telling bryce this before i kind of have let this i let the success kind of i guess you could say kind of give me a pretty big ego um quickly for a simple fact of these companies that i've been on their applications for years when they start reaching out to you and they're offering you uh deals like brand deals and things of that nature you know it's i don't think i was ready for it i think i told myself i was and then when the conversation started happening and I um, play, you know, basically hardball with these label, with these companies and things of that nature. And 
kind of like tell them that I know our worth and all this stuff. And it was all happening at once with like, I'd say about seven different companies. It's, it's so hard when you're just entering this space to not get an ego. Um, Especially something that you started and saw like get pretty big too. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. But like I was noticing that for me, because one thing I never really lacked for years now has been confidence. Like I, I, I feel confidence when I'm, you know, going to speak to, um, that just for instance, like hypothetically, like a woman, like a new girl or whatever, I have no confidence going up and speaking to her <clears throat> or online going to speak to somebody that, you know, that's never been an issue for me. But I think I started reaching that level of uh, conceited at the same time because I guess I started feeling better than most up, upstart like podcasts like we were. Because we were getting more, like, listens than, like, any other podcast in our space, you know what I mean? And, um, especially, like, the newer ones, like, I've seen seen them being, ex, ex, I just remember, I forget the podcast's name, but I just remember them posting on their uh, Instagram page that they had, like, they got, like, a hundred listens on their like 10th episode I and I, I just remember like sitting there actually being a piece of shit and laughing in my head thinking how we had our we had 100 listens on our first episode you know what I mean it became like that level of like just asshole um so <clears throat> one <clears throat> one thing like that I definitely needed to work on was that um, just like understanding, like just because, you know, we popped off quick and listen, <clears throat> I'm not going to lie. Those hashtags you guys see me post. It really does help drive traffic, right? I've been to the, I've been to marketing school, so I know what, works and what doesn't work to drive traffic um our podcast and it um look at this it, fucking guy this fucking nerd over here <laughs> <laughs> um like, yeah bro i'm gonna fucking hack algorithms and shit <laughs> yeah well i mean that's what was going on i mean dude we were showing up I remember uh, Gray saying this in the episode we were interviewing him in uh, Panic and like him saying like since he loaded up Spotify we were the first podcast that it showed him like you know it was it was all a tactic to become bigger quickly Um, and like I was just saying previously I don't know if I was necessarily ready for everything that was going on. I think when we were blowing up is when everything started happening for me, you know, um, like the inflated sense of self and whatnot. Well, no, I mean like when I started going, I was going through things at the same time that we're blowing up. Oh, okay. Okay. I got you. Yeah. That's that's hard. Having to deal with highs and lows at the same time. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's such a, mood changer it's like gradual you know like and you don't know when it becomes too much for you exactly yeah and like literally had to (laughs) i guess hit rock bottom to like recognize everything right um and you know i i um i i realize every time now that like the best thing i could have done personally was <clears throat> still did the uh uh podcast but not speak to these companies and lengths for days through email and stuff of that nature um because it was nearly impossible i was you know speak speaking to them in a sense of like 
like uh, sort of like you need us more than you more than we need you and a sense of like I was all messed up at the time I was getting you know more messed up as the weeks progressed and trying to push that to the back burner just to supply content and um what is it yeah supply content and also make it so like we'd speak good about you know the companies and things of that nature so they would still be interested um it was just the wrong way to approach it i feel like i, sh- I should have just put the companies on the back burner and um just focus on what we were like building and you know go like that but I mean, I've told you some of the companies that it, it was, it, I mean, dude, it was so hard for me just to be like, oh, let me put the, let me put this company on the back burn because they're not like small companies, you know? Right. Like Google and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get, and sometimes like you got to make those um, rather difficult business decisions and things. So, I mean, like you got to put like stuff to the back burner, like, you know, that type of uh are you still there yeah okay sorry it sounded like everything cut out for a second (laughs) but uh yeah you gotta do what you gotta do to even if that means like putting something like that on the back burner to like take care of like you know personal stuff right um Anyway, uh, that was about almost 17 minutes worth of kind of an explanation. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm glad that a lot of you are still here. Uh, I'm glad that you have uh, told new people about us. Um, you know, so thankful that even though we've been inactive, our our pages when it comes to viewers and stuff has not been inactive. And you guys, you know, are still supporting us. Um Anyway, now we can, um, now, like I said, I only saved a few, uh, topics, um, for this episode, but we'll, we'll go, we'll start on how we started the rest of them and I'll, uh, go, Bryce, how are you doing? Uh, not too bad. Uh, same shit, different day. It's working as usual. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, all I have to say is I hate being cold and it is fucking cold out. So sure is any of y'all dealing with this miserable mess of a weather of this weather situation got, we got going on. Yeah. Uh, they warm out there. That's all I got to say. It's horrendous. Makes no sense. Last week it was nice and warm. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, I don't get it, dude. But, right. I mean, <laughs> Turning for a little bit because I had my I had my hopes up that like you know we we're gonna have like a good few weeks, but yeah, this was a this was the cherry on top, dude. Let me tell you, oh uh, yeah, mountains today, there's fucking snow on the ground, fucking thick snowflakes too that are just coming down. Oh man, you had a whole bunch of Democrats by you? No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, but for real. It, 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 it's been all right. Um, I really can't complain. I can't really talk too much about my life. I've just been working, grinding, just being responsible, I guess, as much as I can. But uh, just trying to break the monotony in the renew- in this routine I got going on. I want to try new stuff. Like I've been thinking about trying new stuff and like doing stuff, but like I don't know what there is to do, dude. Like it's hard for me to get into a hobby. Right, activity or something, or even just like playing like a new video game anymore, just does not sound appealing to me. No, no, that's the problem. Nothing sounds appealing. And I don't mean to sound like depressed and all that. I'm really not depressed. I'm actually like pretty happy. But like, I just, I think I just wish there was stuff to do around here. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, I'm telling you. I've, I know we said this like a million times already, probably, but I really do. I know, I know. Um, you know, besides everything I already explained, like you know, for me, I'm uh, you know, I'm doing doing much better now, um, mentally and stuff like that. I uh, 
would like to start going to the gym again. Um, so that's on like the list of things to start after, you know, this whole sickness goes away. <laughs> um, and then, you know, I've, uh, taken a, uh, back, back seat. I realized like, you know, I was sitting there and I was, you know, talking to different people and stuff like that. I was like, you know what? I'm not in the best mental space to be doing this. So I'm just, uh, right now focused on me, you know, focused on me, um, kind of getting back into hanging out with my friends like I did Saturday and, um, you know, it was, it was good. It was good to like see all of them again and, you know, just bullshit and have a good time. Cause I, I haven't really done that in quite some time. Um, yeah, I uh, just want to say, do you, you going to be back there Saturday? Probably not. I'm broke. <laughs> no, I don't care, dude. I'll, I'll buy you a couple of drinks. Okay. I mean, well, actually, I'll, I'll have to be in the house, bro. <laughs> the COVID. <laughs> Wait, you got COVID? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that shit. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Is it really COVID or is it just like the flu? Uh, well, the test came back positive. Yeah, I, just, I just feel like COVID's the new flu, bro. Yeah, it basically is. <laughs> well, can you like taste or smell anything? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. This sounds like you're congested more than anything. Yeah, mostly. We'll see. This is only day one of it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, they- Apparently, like they said, like the symptoms go away after like a few days now or whatever. Right. Which, when I think I had it, I ne- like I never got tested positive for it, but like I think I had it at one point. And mm. It was dog shit, dude. Honestly. Yeah. I felt terrible muscle aches, tremors, and shit like that. Oh yeah, I know the feeling. Is that what you got now too? Yeah, for me, it's it's. It's the same thing every time. Like, cause I've had it three other times before this, and I um, basically I've, I'm like walking around or something like that. It feels like I'm gonna fucking faint. It's great, <laughs> dude. I feel like that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's just because I'm standing up too fast or I got low iron. Could be a mixture. Yeah, Ray. Could be both. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, real quick, we'll we'll get into the um, albums that came out this uh, previous Friday. Um, so we have uh, Wizkid with "More Love, Less Ego." We got uh, we got Nas and Hip Boy King's Disease Three. We got Glorilla with "Anyway Life's Great." We got Young Blue with "Tantra." We got So Fuego with "Pink Hearts." We got Tusi Boys Don't Cry, Men Do. We got Sleazy World Go, Where the Shooters Be. We got Drum, What Had Happened Was, Moore's Day, Last Call, Destin Conrad, Satin, Black Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. We got Neo, Another Kind of Christmas, Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Skywater, Rave, Tony Cheneau, Plug Motivation, Ten Duncan, Ten Side Two, Jaqui Lane, where to now? Jay Worthy and DJ Muggs, what they hitting for? Highway, living like that. PGF Nuck, shut up. Trevor Jackson, show me diamonds. Hetty One, no borders. Um, Quadeca, I didn't mean to haunt you. Uh, Gashi, elevators. KSI, who else would it be? FWC, big. Key blackballed, and that was that is a list of the albums that came out uh, this previous Friday. Um, the only ones that I um, had any interest in and like listened to and things of that nature, I listened to the uh, Nas and Hit Boy King's Disease Three. Uh, they've been doing this for a couple years now, um, and you know it just it's amazing to hear like at his you know age and stuff like that how long he's been in the game like uh Nas's hunger is still amazing and uh hit boys production is like top tier for him and you know 
when you speak of like older great rappers, that like all of us, even people outside of rap, like know Nas, they know Jay Z, you know, and all that stuff. Like, it's amazing to see at their ages and how how well they are like still keeping up and stuff like that. Yeah, right. Like they're adjusting pretty well to like this wave of new music that just keeps flooding in. Yes, and like I seen I seen people like. <laughs> Um, talking shit because it said for first week numbers that it looked like Nas and Hip Boys, um, this King's Disease three was only gonna hit twenty seven thousand or something like that. But uh-huh. people were talking shit about it because you know other artists they're getting like two hundred, three hundred, four and five hundred k first week. But see what people are failing to understand is like those artists that you're speaking on that are getting those numbers are like extremely like popular to kids exactly what i was gonna say too i was just like i was about to say like you know you know these babies that we knew like you know back in 2007 they ain't like like kids no more they're not babies and you know with this whole new generation coming in you know you're gonna have a different mass appeal yeah and so a lot of what we listen to um I would say it was mostly them. Yep. You know, even if you were born a little earlier, you may be a bigger fan. Yeah. But now it's just like, you know, this is this, this new generation and I'm not knocking it. It's just, that's just how life works. Right. You know, exactly. But we can still appreciate what we got. Oh yeah. Evidently. Certainly. I mean, the, the thing that I don't understand is like, if you go back and look through like past generations it was like you know um uh the new the newer rappers were always like you know paying homage to you know the older ones and things like that nature but instead today you have a whole different scenario going on and like don't get me wrong you know how much i have loved hip-hop my entire life you know grew up grew up on it it's it's just part of me i prefer to listen to R&B these days, but hip-hop will always have more of a like special... Oh, this is going to sound so cringe, but like a special place in my heart. You know? And... Um, Nothing cringe about that. Well... Oh. Huh? So there's not cringe about saying that. Grow up. <laughs> Your pan. Um, but yeah, um, you know, it's always so... Like I said, was always there so you know that's what i was listening to and you know it was always like uh red man um m a whole you know a whole bunch of other rappers always paying homage to the ones that came before them and it was like that way for years even when i like the top when the new three came in when drake kendrick and cole came in they were paying homage yeah, um, hell yeah dude they still do yeah Fucking, it since we're on the topic, not to cut you off, did you see like Missy Elliott's shout out to uh, Lil Wayne? Yes, I thought that was awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's one thing I'm so glad that has been occurring for years is, you know, the flowers that Wayne has been getting. Um, it it was needed a long time ago, but I'm just glad you know he he's around to you know smell them, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Dude, still making music, still giving fans what they want. Yep. yep. I mean, I'm surprised more than anything. Me too. I uh, me too. I mean, you know, especially you know, there's been so many instances where, like, news is broke that like, okay, Wayne is having a seizure on the plane because of the lean and all that shit, and it was like, okay, is he gonna make it through this time? Um, yeah, dude. The fucking mid two thousands, Wayne was crazy. He didn't give a fuck. Yeah, I mean, even 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 like you know, twenty tens, like like hell, a few years ago and shit. Like um, the that. Oh like, yeah, dude, he's he's still messing around wholeheartedly. Yeah. Now whether it's lean, I don't I don't think so, dude. Because if you ask me personally, <clears throat> and just to be real quick, the last big bust I heard about Wayne was well like this really big incident involving Wayne <clears throat> is when he was taking a flight somewhere. I think it was down in Miami, I'm pretty sure. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and they checked his bag 
and they found like a custom made, I think it was like a snub nose 38 or some bullshit with like pearl grip or something like that. And for those of you that don't know, Wayne cannot possess a firearm. Like he's not legally allowed to have a firearm because of incidents in the past and shit of that nature. Yeah. And not only that, but they found like a plethora of drugs. It was like in this like Gucci bag or some bullshit. And like they found like like several stamp bags with like Lil Wayne's like like impression on the bag or some shit. And then like some Coke and like Xanax, I think. But like I don't know, dude. It's just a little sus to me because personally the way I look at it, I mean he's gotta be doing shit, obviously. Yeah. But like heroin though, man, I don't know, dude. I don't know either. I don't know. Um, but to piggyback onto that uh Nas Nas thing again, um you know, the reason I was talking about like the um younger rappers hating is um earlier this week, a few days ago, um one savage came out and was speaking on um, how no one like basically saying that Nas isn't relevant. Oh, really? Yeah. <clears throat> and for a couple years now, everyone kind of viewed 21 Savage as like the peacemaker. He's been making peace with people, um, you know, kind of being like um, big bro. You know what I mean? Um, and now seeing how he uh, is like saying that he's, you know, he's been getting killed on social media for like a few days about it. Um, but like it, it, it's so, it's just so like weird because like it's not like no one hasn't reached out to like the younger rappers. Like he's worked with, uh, he's worked with Dirk, you know, and things of that nature. Um, so I'm sure he would have worked with 21 as well. And I think the only reason 21 even said that is because maybe he wanted to work with Nas and Nas didn't, didn't actually like have a song for them to put together for this project or any other project that he's put on in the last couple of years. And I think he's salty about that. Hey, Nas is salty about that? No, or, 21. Uh, 21. Okay, yeah. I mean, I think that's understandable. I mean, like, you're going to, like, collab on something. I mean, at least bring something to the table first. Yeah. Like, you know, idea or something would be a start. But, yeah, that, that's the biggest thing. I was, like, sitting there talking about, like, relevancy and stuff like that. It's, like, it doesn't matter if they're relevant in the culture currently. Nas is a legend, and he'll always have people listening to him. And then they were saying, oh, only – what I've seen this post from Facebook or Twitter, one of the two. It was like only people um, over thirty are listening to Nas, and I'm like, no, that's not the case. <laughs> no, <clears throat> I mean the chances are higher yes. that they might be, but I mean, certain. I mean, music has a far outreach. I mean, yeah. just because of like what is trending or what a, what appeals to like the masses. I mean, there's still older shit that's still piques younger minds and their curiosity about older music. I mean, don't knock it. Yeah. It might not be popular, but it still carries some sort of relevancy, obviously. Right, exactly. And like that's that's the biggest thing between like I think our generation and the new one is the fact of like, you know, we went back, we listened to like the older music before us. Uh yeah. and stuff like that. But the, the these kids aren't. They only know, like, Uzi, the Migos, um, and things of that nature, you know? Um, oh, speaking of that, uh, rest in peace, Takeoff. Um, that his, I remember just watching that interview. Uh, oh, not interview, this freestyle. And, like, he was easily the best, like, rapper on the Migos, and his his flow was impeccable. Um so you know, rest in peace to him. Yeah, for real. Um, that was dirty. I mean, what they did. Sure was, sure was. Um, who else? Uh, you know, re- oh yeah, uh, rest in peace, Aaron Carter. 
um, son no, of uh, the the um, back Backstreet Boys uh, singer. Forget his name. <laughs> but um, yeah, that it was like three weeks in a row where it seemed like this person's dying, this person's dying, this person's dying. <sighs> yeah, I know. Very mysterious circumstances, too. Sure is. Um, <clears throat> but just to get a little bit more into these uh, projects real quick. Um, besides the Nas one, um, let's see. If you're really into R&B, I highly suggest checking out Dawn Tolliver's and uh, Young Blue's albums. Um, and if you like a little mixture of rap and R&B, definitely check out uh, Tuzi's project, a pretty dope project. Um, And if you want to be in a Christmas spirit already, and it's only November 15th, go listen to Neo. Fucking. Neo. Uh, Cracks me up. Oh my god. Fucking. That brimless hat motherfucker. I heard you fucking mention that. I'm like, Neo. Why? Yeah, well listen, he dropped. Ancient. He dropped he dropped this amazing like R and B album last year. Like everyone it was like back to like the old Neo where, you know, he is like yeah, it's a good mixture of like complete love songs and then into like more, you know, of his sexual style and stuff like that. It was a good mix of both and I really loved that album. Um but if you got me fucked up if you think I'm ever going to listen to Christmas music, let alone in November. Yeah, right. It's yeah. not Thanksgiving, bro. Yeah, my heart goes out to all the retail workers having to deal with Mariah Carey right oh, now. Oh, God. You can only imagine what that's like. Yeah. Oh, I, just, I just play my own music at work now. Yeah, yeah, smart. <laughs> Definitely smart on your parts. All right. Let's see here. All right, I think this was probably the biggest news, so we'll start with this. Um, uh, so, former President Donald Trump announced Tuesday night from his Mar-a-Lago estate in Florida that he's running for president a third time. Trump announced his 2024 bid moments after filing a statement of candidacy with the Federal Ele- Election Commission. Um. It says, in quotations, in order to make America great again and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for president of the United States. Um, so let, let's let's uh, let's talk about this. All right. Now, this was a rumor for weeks that he was going to announce it this day and then he was going to announce it at this rally. And it like never came. Right. Um, so how 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 do you how do you see this playing out? Like, I, we'll keep the biases aside and, um, you know, our own opinions aside and stuff like that. But how do you see this going in the uh, polls? Uh, well, I mean, I, I guess that would all depend on the Republican committee side of things. Right. Um, from the little bits and pieces of news and information I've gathered. Um, I haven't heard about anything concerning Trump running for presidency in a while, but it didn't seem like the Republicans really favored him all that much to run again. Right. And I believe there is a, I believe they're favoring somebody else to run for presidency in the Republican committee or their party, whatever. And I'm pretty sure, I can't remember her name, but ah, it's going to bother me now. But anyway, um, not just that, how's he going to get past all these lawsuits that he has going against him right now? Well, that's, that's the thing. I don't, I'm not necessarily sure. My guess is maybe try to handle it outside of court with like money payment. Uh, I, I guess. I mean, I suppose so. But the thing, the thing that's like weird about it 
at the same time is if the lawsuits were really that big of a deal, um, I don't think he'd be allowed to run again. Right. That's what that's what makes like this shit so hard to understand sometimes is they come out and say like this person's up to this, but then the next minute they're sitting there like allowing someone to, you know, run for president. So it's like okay, where where on the spectrum does like <laughs> okay, like you you're getting sued, but hey, if you want to run the country, come on in. See, I don't know because I mean, just because he says that he's running for president, does that mean he's actually, like, going to be on a ballot? I mean, it's a possibility, right? I mean, it was because he filed. He filed, right? So filing doesn't mean anything besides, like, saying, okay, yes, I, I, I want to run, right? That's what I'm saying because, like, I mean, we still, it's only 2022. I mean, we still got, like, a year and a half before before that happens. Yes, but I honestly, I a lot can happen in that time frame. Yeah, and either I think I think something's going to prevent him from being able to be in the election again. I just don't foresee it happening personally. Right. All right. Now, biases. And all that aside, I know that's what you said. I'd be curious to know if he were to become president again, could he like actually turn this country around? Because I don't know about you. A few years ago, with as Donald Trump as president, didn't really seem as bad as like right now. I agree. And I'm not knocking anything. I'm not. I'm not. Um social studies expert, political expert. Uh I'm just curious because like at least things were at least affordable back then. Things were decent. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, it was, um, it you know, it was a different time, um, as well. And then I know people are going to say like, Oh, it was a different time. This didn't happen. This didn't happen. And, And, um, I get that, but yeah, I, I agree, you know, things were a bit better during that time and, um, you know, things of that nature. And like I said, I uh, I truly don't know if we'll that I don't think there will ever be a candidate that we all can agree on and things of that nature and which would be stupid if we could, you know, but um, at the same time, it's just like. You just want someone to come in there and like keep the promise that they uh, they said during their campaign run, um, and I feel like for the most part he did that. You know, um, I feel like with with Biden, um, I feel like he made a lot of promises and hasn't kept a single one. Um. Even even just like I remember him sitting there and he was at a campaign thing and talking about like the whole pipeline and saying like, oh, you don't worry, you guys will always have a job and things of that nature. And then first couple of days in office, he shuts on the pipeline. Really? I didn't know that. Yep. Yep. Good old uh, Keystone Pipeline, I think it was called. Oh, well, yeah, I knew they shut that down. They also shut down a, another agreement to build a pipeline in Alaska, I do believe. Yep. Yep. And that's, that's like, <laughs> what I'm saying, man. Like, I don't care which party you affiliate yourself with. You can't sit here and try to explain to me why, like, why false promises are, like, okay. Right. Um. Because so many people were just like they they had a good good job and they were working their ass off and then boom guess what good luck for Christmas <laughs> yeah right good luck trying to survive yeah it's 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 ridiculous um but anyway like I said we'll see how this whole thing plays out um in the next couple weeks um because I'm very interested like you were saying about like the uh the lawsuits and um, just 
just everything <clears throat> surrounding it. Um, but if it is true, obviously, I'll say this. I know the Republican Party necessarily, necessarily aren't the biggest fan of him completely. Um, there's a few people that are, but if he if it's a fact that he can run and everything goes like smooth and shit like that, there's I don't think there's any Republican beating him out. Yeah, no. I mean, as far as like his popularity is too high. That's yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Plus, I mean, he he's just kind of like Trump's Donald Trump's kind of just created this like whole face for the Republican Party. I I feel like. Oh yeah. So Maybe. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to like picture like anybody else running for like Republican. I know, and see, that's the biggest thing I think people are are uh, not understanding currently is the fact of for years. But like, okay, well, I can't say years because obviously Bush won and he was a Republican. But, um, you know, uh, um, Obama won once and then went against uh, Romney. Um, beat his ass too, and uh, for years it was kind of looked down as like the lesser than party. Um, right. Until 2016, when Trump ran, and then it was like uh, Republicans had like a face again. Um, yeah, like they had like a presence. Yes. Yes. Um, to you all, you uh, independents out there, I'm still waiting on your face. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I'll like honest, I've never voted for anything a day in my life. Right? Have you? Yeah. Did you go out? What was it last week? Or sure did. Sure did. Hell yeah. Yep. Yeah, I uh, I do it. I you know <clears throat> I do it all the time. Um, every, each time um, uh, election things coming up, I always I have always went and voted since the first time I was allowed to. And um, I don't know. I don't know if it means anything or not, but I just go and do it anyway. Yeah, that's what everybody keeps telling me. Mister Check would be uh very disappointed right now. He sure would. But <laughs> but um, let's go into this story real quick here. Um, so basically, um. It says Blueface was reportedly spotted shooting at a man outside of a club in Las Vegas last month, last month, which led to his recent arrest. On Wednesday, November 16th, TMZ obtained new footage of the rapper that allegedly shows him firing a gun at a man in a pickup truck. The incident happened on October 8th outside of a club in Las Vegas. In the video, you can see Blueface walk out of the venue and back towards a four-door sedan. Moments later, a pickup truck on the left side of the camera and stops after a drive away. Blue blue face allegedly allegedly fired shots. Hmm. Um, yeah, blue face is reported being held in jail, but expect is expected to make bail. His his girlfriend, uh, Christine Rock, posted um, an Instagram story with blue face manager Wack One Hundred, who reportedly helped stepped in to assist the rapper. Um, blue face is currently facing charges, including felony. Felony attempted murder with the use of a deadly firearm or tear gas and discharging a gun into a house, building, vehicle, or craft. As of this report, he has not made a statement about the incident. Tear gas? Yeah. That's crazy. It is. It is. And this is exactly what <laughs> what I am, like, just, you know, sick of, man. It's like... I understand that like, everyone's upbringing is different, right? But I don't get how you can become so successful and still want to hang on to like the like the hood version of you. Like, wouldn't you want to change? See, I think that's hard, especially like when I think they're trying to maintain that image in their music. Yeah, but I mean, rappers been di- been lying for years, <laughs> ages. I remember, I remember listening to the uh, Joe Budden podcast, and he was like, you know, you know, back in the day, we would say a whole bunch of shit too, but most of us were just, you know, lying. Right. I mean, 
And I understand. I'm not yeah, I'm like not. I, I understand completely. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I understand completely that you're like, you know, you want to prove to your fan base and the and the streets are like that that you're about it, about it. And I get that completely. But like, like that's why a lot of them are like you know passing so young, right. Yeah, especially like all the Chicago rappers and shit. I'm surprised like Cheap Peep is still around. To be honest with you, Chief, I'm surprised fucking Dirk is here. Yeah, honestly, right? Oh my god. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, you know, yeah, listen, like I, I don't listen to Blueface. I'm not going to sit here and act like I do. Um, I prefer my rappers to rap on a, on the beat, not off of it. <laughs> um, um, but we we have to be we have to be smarter with this shit. Just because I don't like him doesn't mean I don't hear about him. I know how successful he is. Um, and it's crazy to think how successful he is, considering he was considered when he first came out to be a what hit one hit wonder or you know just flop. Um, and you know, kudos to him for the su- success and staying relevant, staying relevant and stuff like that. But I mean, you, you, you guys got to be smarter about this shit. And I'm not trying to sound like a preacher at all, but like, there's so many rappers that I enjoy that are also like about that life. And like, I swear one of one of them passes every other week. Yeah, right. Especially as of lately, like even like the last couple of years, it seems just like a mass exodus of like celebrities and actors and artists have all just been passing away and like at a very high rate, it seems like. Now, I will say, I think that rappers and stuff are dying to like, you know, more violence and stuff, stuff of that nature. It's always like a drive-by or just a shootout or something like that. Right. I mean, like, look at, like, Nip the Crip, like, feet. Or fucking right. just, like, Vaughn and shit like that. Yeah. I don't, uh, I'll never understand it personally either, but... Yeah, it, it's I, just... I feel like maybe once you're in it, you're just kind of, like, it's hard to get out of it. Like, that's not... It's like the only thing you know, almost. Yeah, I mean that's why I always give you know a lot of credit to Fifty Cent, um, you know, for you know, getting out and you know staying out. Right. Yeah, because that dude was a literal hitman back in the day. Yes, yes, and all it took was nine shots to be like, I want to change up. <laughs> right. Can you believe that? Yeah. Be like the only one dude in the world to say like I survived nine shots. Yeah, that is, that shit is so insane, bro. Honestly, he's, a, um, he's like a fucking entrepreneur now. He's like a fucking money man now. No, oh, yeah, he's working with stars and you know doing the whole power and all that shit, man. He's fucking loaded. Yeah, good for him, though. Yeah. Um, in other news, um, Assassin's Creed, Call of Duty, and Aliens Fireteam Elite among first video game grammy nominees so um, a few months it says a few months ago the recording academy announced it was adding five new categories to its annual grammy awards including a new category solely for soundtracks of video games and other interactive media a video game grammy award has been a long time coming given how the medium has produced some of the most outstanding musical scores of the past 20 years just yesterday the game awards announced its top pick for best score with Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Metal Hellsinger, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, and A Plague Tell, Requiem, fucking hell, making that cut. None of those games are up for the inaugural video game soundtrack Grammy, but that probably has to do with the release scheduling and other requirements that have not been met. Instead... Um, the five games nominated for score, soundtrack, video games, and other interactive media are uh, Aliens, Fireteam Elite, uh, Assassin's Creed, Valhalla, uh, Call of Duty, uh, fucking Vanguard. Oh, God, that was the worst <laughs> Call of Duty in the world. Trash. Yeah, absolute garbage. Um, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy and Old World. Well, um, I haven't. I've never played Aliens. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know what the last one is, but I think this list is actually kind of trash. It was trash. It was That's, trash. Like, I feel like someone just kind of like whipped out a list, just like last minute, you know, and just decided to write down top five, and they just thought this shit off the top of their head. And added like one random game in the mix to think it was like authentic. Yeah, well, that's you know, you know what they did. They were like, okay, we got to make something popular. You know, what's really popular right now, Call of Duty. Let's put it on there. Right. Like, <laughs> no, definitely <laughs> no, bro. Um, but I, I listen, and I understand these games suck. And listen, it's the Grammy, so no one's surprised that these things suck, right? They they always pick artists for winners that suck there anyway. Um, but I was I was just gonna simply say that. A video game soundtrack thing being in the Grammys is huge. Yeah, that's that's different. I've never. I was gonna say like I've never heard of video games being nominated for Grammys and shit. No, no, it's it's a first time ever. Um, yeah, but it just shows. It just goes to show like the whole like everyone for years thought like, oh man, esports is gonna die. Like it won't have a future, but that's not the case at all. Like it's just I, as strong as ever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, each title, like, you know, the one scene that's probably that probably gets the least viewership currently would probably be uh, Call of Duty. But even them, they still have a pretty decent, like, sizable um, uh, viewership. You know, and um, like Halo's resurgence on the esports scene has been humongous. Um. Oh, like I don't. It would never get back into the heyday of everything, but it's, it's like people playing uh, Valorant or uh, Fortnite, um, Overwatch, Warzone, right? Like, like BR games, things of that nature. Yeah, those those things are gonna like be the new like um, stomping grounds for esports as the future goes on. Um, yeah, until something else comes out, anyway. Oh yeah, and listen, something else always does. I mean, Halo was was top shit until Call of Duty came in and took over esports completely. Like, yeah, like, True. like I remember they went. I remember watching one of the uh, owners, um, named Hex. He uh, owns Optic, and he him saying before like. They had like a few few seats, and they had these desks for the Call of Duty thing. But like, Halo had like the double monitors, and they had all this extravagant shit back when like MW Two was out, right? And and it's so crazy to see that just a couple years later, Halo was like gone from the com- competitive shit because no one cared, and that Call of Duty was top dog. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> Just mass, mass, yeah. mass, mass amounts of fans, dude. Like, that's what I mean. That's what that's what made Call of Duty great, though. Back then, was the games were good. They got they actually got better each time. Um. Uh, you know there was there was no earning these coins to unlock guns. You just you know ranked got uh, those guns. Right. You're telling me the time. You mean the time before battle passes? Yes. Oh, my biggest gripe with fucking video games. Okay, cool. Cosmetics and shit like that aside, like, that's cool. I'd rather earn it, though. I don't want to have to, like, pay $20 every, like, you know, three months or whatever for, like, a new season of shit. And, like, yeah, back then, those games, you just just worked for it. There was no, like exclusive skins or shit like that to do. It's these no it's these kids. That. It's these fucking kids. They want instant gratification. Yeah, right. Honestly. Don't want to work for anything. <laughs> but um I figured this would be uh important to you, Bryce. Um so it says Senate clears uh key procedural step on bill to protect same sex marriage. So Bryce, you're all good to go, my friend. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> It's about time. I've been feeling <laughs> quite lonely in this closet of mine, dude. Um, it says the Senate on Wednesday cleared a key procedural hurdle toward historic passage of the bipartisan bill to protect same-sex marriage and interracial marriage, voting 62 to 37 to break a 
filibuster. I think that's what that says. I just want to say, like, real quick, because two thirty-seven. So you're telling me thirty-seven people were like, yeah, you know what? If you're a woman, you can't marry a woman. If you're a man, you can't marry a man. Also, if you are into uh, black people, or if you're into white people, or any or any race for that matter, eh, your opinion to me does not matter. <laughs> like they're like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me, though. I mean, look who we got in the fucking seats of, like, Congress and shit, dude. People I know. Are dinosaurs, bro. People are guys that are about to die any day. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't wish it on anybody, but, like, you know, we could look, we could use some people that have some ideas that aren't from, like, you know, Prohibition era. Yeah. Um, in other news... And I think we're over an hour, but I got like three more topics. Are you cool with that? Yeah, I can do like one or two if that's okay with you. Okay, sounds good. Um, so Amazon is reportedly plans to plans to lay off about ten thousand employees starting this week. Um, yeah, it says it's planning to lay off approximately ten thousand employees in corporate and technology roles beginning this week. Um. Shares of Amazon closed down about 2% on Monday. The, the cuts would be the largest of the company's history and primarily impact Amazon's device devices organization, retail division, and human resources, according to the report. The reported layoffs would represent less than 1% of Amazon's global, global work, workforce and 3% of its corporate employees. Um, the report follows headcount reduction in the other tech firms. Meta announced last week that it's laying off more than 13% of its staff or more than 11,000 employees. And Twitter laid off approximately half its workforce in the days following Elon Musk's $44 billion acquisition of the company. Wow. That's like a domino effect right there. Yeah, look at all these companies. They're dying. <laughs> well, we all knew Meta or, Meta or whatever you want to call it was going to die. And thank God it did. I mean, that should have never been a thing in the first place. No. Not at all. That doesn't make sense to me. And then uh, Elon Musk firing half the Twitter force. I mean, yikes. Yep. I don't know what those people are going to do for work now, but, like, <laughs> didn't sound like they were doing much to begin with. No, no they weren't. <laughs> they'll, get, they'll get it like BuzzFeed. Yeah, something like that. Uh, I'm just gonna read this one little headline real quick because it doesn't it doesn't really mean too much, but it's something I've seen. Um, Major League Soccer and Apple announce um, pricing and uh, broadcast details for a new partnership. Um, I'm not gonna really go into that because I don't watch soccer, but if you do, um, Major League Soccer and um, uh, Apple made a deal. I think we actually spoke about it when it happened too, but they made a deal a little while ago. Um, so if you're interested, uh, search it up <laughs> for the details because I could give a shit less. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Uh, let's see here. Now, now there's dog. Okay, hold on. I got to pick a really good one. This is going to be your last one. Hold on here. Okay. Yeah, actually, we were just speaking about good old musky boy. Whoa, whoa I'll speak about him again. Um <laughs> Musky boy. Uh, Elon Musk says free employee lunches at Twitter HQ were costing more than $400 per meal because almost no one was in the office. Um, <laughs> um, he said badging records at the San Francisco office showed average occupancy below 10%. A former Twitter employee said said spend on breakfast and lunch was 20 to 25 dollars per person jesus what the fuck <laughs> they're all doordash should go figure dude <laughs> wait so they were using the company's money to doordash yeah that's funny as hell that is the greatest thing in the world i wish i could do that <laughs> yeah right work from home shit uh, yeah that'd be awesome uh but you know what? We'll read this one last thing because it's short, but I just thought it was important to note. Uh, Young Dolph, uh, RIP, but um, it says Young Dolph's legacy to be honored with Nationwide Day of Service on anniversary of the, 
of his death. Uh, it says, Young Dolph's legacy was celebrated this week with a series of public service events held across the country to commemorate the one-year anniversary of his tra- tragic death. Uh, Dolph's home state of Tennessee and Georgia recognized November 17th as Adolph Young Dolph Thornton Jr. Day of Service and to uphold the generous spirit in which he lived. The rapper's Ida Mae found foundation is giving back to local communities and cities nationwide while, uh, while inspiring others to follow suit. Um, regardless of where they live, fans are encouraged to commit an act of service on Thursday in honor of the paper route Empire CEO using the hashtag Dolph Day on social media. Um, his uh, says his spirit, his spirit of giving will continue to live in us as it did in him until his passing. We hope those who truly supported him will take Young Dolph Service Day as, as a day to give back and help those that need the system that need the assistance as he did. Um, and I was like, I was just gonna say, like, you know, that's like dope as shit. That like you meant so much to your city that you know they're gonna you know give you a day and everything. That's yeah, I like that. Well, when cities do that, like um, even though I'm not like a big Mac Miller fan, um, I still respect that Pittsburgh gave him like that mural and did some shit other shit with him yeah. regarding his passing. Yeah, and I was like to say, you know, that's that's so dope because. I didn't know all that stuff about Young Dolph, sadly, until he um, passed. Um, but he did so much for his community and, like, everyone around him. Um, and it's just, like, it's just crazy when you're a good – well, now, don't get me wrong. He did have his faults as well. But for the most part, when you're a good guy like that and you try to help out everybody, it's, like, it's just sad to see when it's, like, oh – you still had a part of you that you couldn't like let go. Yeah, right. <sighs> but um anyway guys, um I I uh, usually try to keep it an hour, but I figured I'd give you a few extra minutes with us and uh today since it's first time back in a while. Um by the time you're hearing this, um Bryce actually what's today right now? Is it Tuesday? It is Wednesday. Wednesday. Um, um, right now, you guys are listening to this. It's Thursday morning. Um, we we hope you enjoy um, this Sunday. Obviously, I'll be doing nothing since I have this shit. Um, so I'll probably have nothing better to do than record again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Like I said, I hope you guys enjoyed this first time back. I hope you under, under well, oh, most of you can. There's gonna be some dumbasses that don't, but um, most of you understand. People go through things and stuff like that. Um, next time, if there's ever a hiatus on the way, I will definitely let you know beforehand, um, not to leave you all high and dry. So thank you for uh, tuning in to episode 26 of uh, this will be terrible. Um, Make sure to follow us on all our socials. I'm Staley. And I'm Bryce. I'll catch you guys next time. Bye-bye. See you.